Good morning, everybody. Today, Bezat Hashem, we'll be der- learning Daf Lamed Hay in Masechus Nadarim, and we were leaving off with Barry and Andrew in a fight over a sandwich. Barry had a delicious sandwich, and he saw Andrew eyeing it, giving it the puppy dog eyes, and he said to himself, I am not going to give in to this guy. I am not going to give him my sandwich. This is my lunch. I don't care. And so he, in a Lushan of Konam, Right in a neder, because we're learning nadarim fashion, he swore off the sandwich from Andrew. So, but Andrew's persistent, if nothing else, and he keeps kind of like whimpering and giving him the puppy dog eyes. And finally, Barry gives in as he does, because he's a good-hearted person, and he says, "Fine, here, have my sandwich." Rava said yesterday, "You know what, guys? That's exactly the scenario." Right there was a question. If Barry gives in and decides to give Andrew the sandwich, does that cancel his original, right, swearing off of the sandwich to give Andrew, after all? And it's, yesterday we talked about, we got a little granular and we talked about, uh, do you emphasize the fact that you say you can't have my sandwich? Now that he gave it to Andrew, it's no longer my sandwich, now it's Andrew's sandwich. So, so long as it's Barry's sandwich, perhaps then Andrew can't have it. Once, An- once Barry gives it to, to uh, Andrew, Maybe at that point, once it's outside of Barry's jurisdiction, it was Barry's original intention that Andrew at that point could have the sandwich. Perhaps that's what he meant when he said, you can't have my sandwich, but once it's yours, you can. Maybe, maybe. And Rava said, no. No, 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 no. What Rava suggested is that the whole reason why Barry swore off this sandwich from Andrew was to avoid this exact scenario that when he knew that that uh, Andrew is very persuasive, and he knew that he's that he himself is good-hearted, and so that he swore off the sandwich of giving to Andrew specifically because of this reason, and therefore the intention was even if I were to give you, I don't want to give this to you as a gift. Even though I was to give it to you, this sandwich is not yours, Andrew. It's mine. That was Rava's suggestion. So now the Gemara says at the very top, first word of Lamhayman Alf, Aisve. They try to refute Rava, right? What, what, which aspect of Rava? That even after Barry gives his sandwich as a gift to Andrew, that Andrew still cannot eat it. That was Rava's, right? <laughs> that, that was Rava's suggestion. So, Okay? Your cow. We'll use a, a, a car as an example, okay? Uh, you know what? Let's, let's, let's leave it as a cow. Um... Andrew comes to Barry and says, please lend me your cow. Okay. So I'm alone. So Barry says to Andrew, Konam para Yeah, not in my life, baby. Konam para, this cow that you want to borrow from me, Barry says to Andrew, She'ani kanoi right? I'm not going to give it to you. Nechasa alai. Or if he says, Konam all my stuff. Imeishli para elazu. What's going on here? Barry's overstating the fact that he doesn't have another cow, which is to say, Barry has only one cow, and Andrew wants to borrow his cow. So Barry says to him, "If I, ha- I this is the only cow I have. Therefore, I can no longer give you. I cannot lend you this cow. And by the way, if I have another cow besides this cow, then I will, then I will declare this cow as a konum." which is a Lushan of Neder, as we know. It is, in fact, a Lushan of Neder that makes it sound almost like Korban. We already learned that this is a derivative 
of the word korban, and therefore, either all of my possessions or this cow will be like a konam, right, or a, right, either way will be usher to you if I have another cow. So it's a, it's a long way of saying, I don't have another cow to give you, so I'm not giving you this one, and I am also, decla- if I do have another cow to give you, I'm overstating the fact by saying, if I do have another cow to give you, this one is going to be hekdesh. So either way, Andrew, you ain't getting this cow. Okay? So that's a cow. Or similarly, hashileni kardum uh, Andrew wants to borrow uh, Barry's lawnmower or his spade. Okay? And he says similarly, again, konam this lawnmower, this spade that I have, the nechasai alai, I will, or I'll make a konam on all of my possessions. You can't have any of my stuff, okay, if I have another spade, which is to say, again, I don't have another uh, spare. If I did, it would be all usher to you anyway. Anyway, as it so happens, Barry has many cows and lawnmowers. Turns out he was really not only overstating the issue, he kind of wasn't even telling the truth, right? He, he, should, he could have spared enough to give it to Andrew and to lend it to him. But Nimsa Shieslo says the Brisa, right? That it turns out that he had it. So now, wait a minute. He said, if I have another cow, I'm going to declare this cow as a carbon. Right? I, I'm, or it's, I'm going to declare it usher to you. So it turns out he did have another cow. So now this cow should be a konam. Says the Brisa Bechayav Aser. During Barry's lifetime, okay, this cow is going to be usher because that, so he declared. However, now we're going to switch over and discuss another random person. Is it a, a, another case? We're not going to, we're not going to, Get uh, include any people we know in here or mace or nisna lobe matana. However, if the person who made this nether right passed away, um, or ended up giving, or somehow Andrew ended up inheriting this cow as a gift, nitna lobe matana harezem mutter. So that's the only way this cow is going to end up being mutter to Andrew. Okay. So in in the case that we said again. Right? So, again, Barry said, I'm not going to give you, not in my life, I'm going to make this a konum. And therefore, Andrew, you cannot have it. So now Andrew can't have, and, and, and again, he's attached to the fact that he didn't have another cow. So he says, if I have another cow, this will be usher to you. Turns out, Barry, sure enough, does have another cow. So now Andrew can never get this cow because as part of his nether, Barry said that the, this cow is going to be usher to Andrew. What are the two ways, again, that the Brysa says, and this is how it goes back to Rava, what are the two ways that Andrew can eventually inherit this cow? One of two ways. Either, right, the person making the vow is no longer around to enforce that vow. Mind you, at that point, right, the cow doesn't belong to him anymore. Nothing belongs to him anymore. And therefore, not the extra cow, not this cow, and therefore, at that point, Andrew can inherit it. Or... Andrew might get it as a gift. Well, if Andrew can get it as a gift, the Bryce at this point assumes that let's say Barry gifted the cow to Andrew. It sounds like despite the fact that Barry already made a nether that Andrew can't have his cow, despite the fact that he made that nether, if he were to gift the cow to Barry, I'm sorry, if Barry were to gift the cow to Andrew, 
Andrew could in fact inherit it, which seems to be a contradiction of the idea of Rava that when you make a nether, you can't have my sandwich. And if you and and Rava said, even if he were to gift subsequently gift the sandwich to Andrew, then you still Andrew would not be able to have it. This price seems to suggest otherwise that after you swore off this lawnmower or this cow to Andrew, if you gift it to him, it would be one of the two ways in which Andrew, in fact, could acquire it. And that is the steer on Rava. And now, just saying it outside, what the Gemara is going to say is, this is not the same kind of gifting. Because in the first case, we had a situation where Barry gave Andrew the sandwich directly. Okay, so that perhaps would or wouldn't work, right? Rava would say that that would not work. In this case of the cow and the spade, it seems like Andrew did not get it directly from Barry as follows. Says the Gemara. So we know what the question is on Rava. The question on Rava is, it sounds like a gift would work even after this nether. But Rav Achabarit says, Should, yeah, the brace is different because why does it work to actually gift this, right, heretofore forbidden item to Andrew? Because because it sounds like Andrew got it from a different source, not directly from Barry. And Amar Ravashi, Ravashi points out, Daikanami, that that also seems to be indicated by a precise reading all right, a diuk in how you read the brisa as follows. Because what does the brisa say? The katani shenit nalo. It was given to Andrew. Below katani shenust nalo. It doesn't say that Barry gave it to him directly. It was given to him. How was it given to him? Yeah, it came through a third party. Why would it help if it comes through a third party? Because, again, don't forget, if a third party, once a third party has it, it's no longer in Barry's jurisdiction. Right? The whole question of Rava is, Barry has jurisdiction over this sandwich, and what is his intention when he says, I don't want you to touch my sandwich, Andrew? Is his intention that he doesn't want to touch it only so long as it's his sandwich? Or he doesn't want Andrew to ever touch his sandwich? Okay, and, but, but the whole question is within Barry's jurisdiction, right? But in this brisa, and, and therefore Rava could say, it's within Barry's jurisdiction, and Rava can interpret that what it means is that Barry never wants Andrew to touch a sandwich, even if he gives it to him. Okay. But the brisa is when Barry eventually at some point gave the lawnmower, let's say, to Goranowitz. Now, he never swore off Goranowitz, right? Barry never said that Goranowitz can't touch it. He only said that Andrew can't touch it. So once he gave it to Goranowitz, it's no longer in Barry's jurisdiction at all. And therefore, of course, Goranowitz can gift it to Andrew. Okay, because Goranowitz has nothing to do. He doesn't have a dog in this fight, right? So Goranowitz can gift it to Andrew, and it is for that reason that the Bryce says that Andrew can inherit be a gift, and in fact it's consistent with the precise reading of the language of the Bryce, and therefore the Bryce poses no threat to the Shita of Rava. Okay, so now nine lines down on Lamed Hamad Aleph, a totally new subject, an interesting subject as follows. Bomine Rava Mirav Nachman. So we see these great Gedolim, Rava, no slouch, and see how great Rav Nachman was. Rav wants to ask Nachman the following question. Fascinating thing. We already pointed out, konam is a derivative of the word korban. Okay. Now, if you designate something as a korban, now, if you really designate it as a korban, then it's part, it's hektish. Now, we already know there's a concept of me'ila, right? Of misappropriating hektish. So when you misappropriate hektish, there are certain consequences. You have to pay back the base of mikdash, 
with a chomesh, as we've indicated over the last few days, and you also have to bring a korban asham. So if you designated some random thing and you said it's konam on this thing and it's also to you, are you, and then you use it, despite the fact that you've said, so, okay, we're learning the darm, so you violated the netter, but put that aside. Do you have to bring a korban asham now because it was designated as a korban? Are you over technically misappropriating hektesh? Because of the language of Konam that you used in such a designation of Neder. That's the question of the Gemara. That's what Rav wanted to know from Nachman. So Amalei, so Nachman said, Tanisua. What do you mean? Look at our Mishnah. Uh, we already forgot our Mishnah. What was the last clause of our Mishnah? Again, remember, Makam Shinotan Sachar says the Mishnah at the end, the last clause of our Mishnah was that in a location where they incentivized Hashavas Aveda by giving right money to whoever watched over lost items, tipul hana lehekdesh, that whatever hana you would get, just say, you know what, give it to hekdesh, says the Gemara. Lememar ki hekdesh, ma hekdesh yesh me'ila, af konamas yesh behin me'ila. It is a homiletic reading of the Mishnah, really. What the Mishnah is trying to say is that if konamas were not like hekdesh, the Mishnah may have used a different language. It wouldn't have said just make it hekdesh, it would have used a language of like, throw it into the sea, or, you know, give it away to tzedakah. But instead, the Mishnah used the Lashon Hekdesh, and, and Rav Nachman thinks that the Mishnah used that language specifically to teach you that it does have the Din of Hekdesh. Again, it's not a direct derivation of the Halach of the Mishnah per se, but it's of the language of the Mishnah, right? The fact that the, la- the Mishnah used the language of Hekdesh makes it sound like maybe you do have to treat these Konamas like Hekdesh. Okay. That's the case. Um, this might be already have been discussed by Tanaim, says the Gemara. Says the Gemara, Kitanai, Konam Kikazu Hektesh. Barry, as he does, is making in the language of Konam another. You're right. It's a good point, Goranowitz. You know, a lot of Nadarim is wordplay, right? A lot of Nadarim is what did you mean when you said what you said? What did the language mean? But words matter. And that's the Goranowitz Musser moment. Because you use the Lashon of Konam, now all of a sudden it may have implications of, uh, and halachic implications of Hektesh and, and the like, where you have to bring Korban Asham has real implications. Okay. So the, the Bryce said like this, Konam Kikazu Hektesh, you make a sandwich Hektesh, right? It's like, you're not bringing a sandwich as a Korban, but you use the Lashon Konam. Ve'achla, then you ate it. Ve'en hu, ve'en chavero, mal. Wow. Doesn't matter where the Barry or Andrew, or Goranos, doesn't matter who ate the sandwich, it's considered me'ila. It's considered me'ila, you have to bring a korban, asham, unbelievable, for eating a, um, eggplant sandwich. Right, therefore, this, this sandwich, right, is now going to be subject to pidyon, which means, you made it hektish, you'd have to redeem it if you wanted to have it. That's case number one. Case number two, kikar zu alayla hektish, it's a different language, right? It's a different thing. Konam kikarzu or kikarzu alai, right? This other language of this loaf is going to be hektish to me. So now you're doing it gavra instead of chefza. Okay, be that as it may. Okay, the achla. And, and again, there are girsos here. We could get granular here with what's a nether, what's a shvua. But keeping it simple, right? If you either say konam kikarzu hektish or kikarzu alai la hektish v'achla humal. Now, it's going to be subject to me'ila, and that, in fact, is an indication that it is really hektesh, which was the original question. That would be the Tana Rabbi Meir, as we'll see. 
It happens to be that in the second case where he says, Kikar Zua, Lai Lehekdesh, Barry is now only distinguishing himself as the person who would be subject to Hekdesh. And that's why the, the Brisa continues to say, Humal Aval Chavero Lo Maal, Lefichach Ein Lepedion. That a detail here, that there, in that case, since he said Alai, only Barry would be Chayav and Meila, and Garanowitz would not. And therefore, they not going to be subject to Pidyon with respect, right, since the Kikar is not going to be forbidden to everyone, it's only forbidden to Barry, right, it's not strong enough um, that that prohibition, right, is not going to be subject to Pidyon, you wouldn't be able to redeem it. Be that as it may, this is all Devi Rebbe Meir, but we see here that Rebbe Meir does in fact hold that he said the word konam and he said it with respect to an eggplant parmesan sandwich and somehow it has a halacha of, of, of hekdesh. It has, a, at least in the first case and even in the second case with respect to Barry, right, it's really hekdesh. You'd have to do pigeon. Oh, eggplant parmesan on a hero. It's the most delicious thing you'll ever have. I think that's what makes it good, yeah. The mixture of the cheese with the sauce and the eggplant. say, either way, it's not going to be me'ila. What are you talking about? You can bring korban asham on an eggplant parmesan sandwich? All you said was a ned there. But you didn't turn it into a korban. You didn't make it mamish hekdish. You were saying konam. It's true. The word konam is a derivative of the word karban. But you're not, you don't mean to make it hekdish mamish. You just mean to make it usher to you. So that's a real fundamental machlokas. Oh. So let's assume, and this is important here, the Ron here points out, let's assume that we hold like Rabbi Meir, that hekdish, right, that the word konam does turn it into hekdish. We have if that's the case, the Gemara continues with an interesting question. Seven lines up from the bottom. Again, Barry says, you're not getting my sandwich, Andrew. And then he gave it to him as a gift, as we've discussed. He, who would be the one that would be over the Me'ila? Wait a minute. Could it be Barry? Barry said that he, that he doesn't want Andrew to have a sandwich. Kikari Alecha. Okay. However, but he never said, Barry never said that he can't have the sandwich. The whole point was that it was Barry's lunch and that he is allowed to have the sandwich. So how could Barry be over Meila? He didn't, never forbid this sandwich upon himself. Okay. So he's not over Meila. Limo Makabel? Wait a minute. Is Andrew going to be the one that's going to be over Meila? Yachaldamar, hey, Terabi Isi, Isiraloba Isi. Uh, a fascinating thing that Andrew could say that I wanted hetera. I wanted to eat the sandwich beheter, right? But, right, and, and here the Ron explains, Andrew never heard of this thing. In other words, Andrew was focused on the sandwich. He never even, uh, he wasn't even paying attention when Barry, right, made this nether. So, we have a fascinating dynamic, a, a kind of a mimon nafshach, as we will say, that either way, right, if, even if you're going to say that this sandwich becomes hekdesh, who, and, and therefore somebody's going to be over me'ila, who in this story is going to be over me'ila? Barry can't be over me'ila because the sandwich was never also to Barry. And Andrew can't be over me'ila because, as Laron explains, it is shogig. Andrew never even knew that this sandwich was forbidden to him in this dramatic way. He only knew that he wanted the sandwich, and that Barry gifted it to him. Can you be over Hekdesh B'Shogeg? Can you be over Me'ila B'Shogeg? So says the Gemara, I'm a lay. 
The answer is, yeah, Mikabal Mal, Lakshayotzi. That in fact it is Andrew that's over the Meila. How so? Shakalamotzi Mosekdish Lakhulin, Kasovar Shulhulin who Moel. Afzem Moel. Because there is such a thing as doing Meila Bishogeg. Because if somebody spends hektish money for to buy shawarma in the shuk or to buy anything, right? Uh, in, uh, accidentally, right? Thinking that it's regular chulin, non-consecrated money. Well, he's chayav and me'ila, which is to say that you could be over me'ila b'shogeg. And that would be the parallel. In other words, we said, assuming that it's even true that we hold like Rabbi Meir, that a sandwich could become hektesh, right? Who would be over the, the me'ila? Would it be and would it be Barry? No, because it's never asked to him. Would it be Andrew? No, because he didn't even know about it. The answer is yes. It would be Andrew who'd be over on it because even though he didn't know about it, you can in fact be over Meila Bakdesh, just like if you were to use money right that was consecrated uh, and misappropriated, you in fact would be Chayev, and that's the answer to our question. The, So, so right. Uh, Barry's pointing out that he sees a note that when he says ki alecha, Andrew wasn't even there to hear about it. Just like he isn't here today. We miss you, Andrew. Uh, and, and so, right. This is all thing is happening today, and 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 Barry's telling me I'm just an innocent bystander. I didn't know, and I never told Andrew about it. Andrew shows up and he eats it. He doesn't know. So the same would be true if right with regards to meila of mamon. So Barry's pointing out. What's the scenario where Andrew doesn't know? It's not just that he was sitting here and he wasn't paying attention. He wasn't even here. Right? He didn't have to be here for that case to be... Uh, to Barry, be Barry makes me want to learn. You know? he's, he's, he's on the ball. I don't understand he's how he's Barry. even... Yeah. He went to YU also. Barry knows his stuff. Yeah. Let's turn to Lamed Hamon Bays and start with the mission on the top. New, what are we going to get to Agatha? <laughs> yeah, we're as far away from Agatha... As we've been in a long time. What? But we had, we had with, with the Bris Mila a couple of days ago. Now, says the mission on the top. Remember, we talked about if somebody is no enough from their friend, there's certain things that he could do. He can like, he can pay back their debts. He can, right, uh, give them Hashavah Saveda. So now we're going to increase that list. More things that you could do, even though Barry and Andrew are on the rocks again, and, he, and Barry is no enough from Andrew, there's still certain things that he, that, that he could do on his behalf. For example... Right, Andrew's not here, so Barry's going to have to do all his trumas and maestros for him. Okay. I, and I, how can Barry do Andrew's trumas and maestros? Andrew swore off Barry, Hanah from Barry. Yeah, but that's not Hanah. That's just doing the trumas and maestros for him. Right? If, in this case, Andrew was, was requiring to bring these karbanas. Now these, are, as we'll see in the Gemara, are particular karbanas. When a person's a zav, at the end of the process, as a purification process, he has to bring these, these bird offerings, okay? But as we'll see, that's mechusar kapara. Just like a, a woman who gives birth also gives these birds, as we discussed, or, or a woman's a, a, a zava. So, right, the, these are people who are in the purification process, and at the end, they have to bring a korban with, uh, with birds. Or chatos ve'ashamos, korban chatos, korban asham. So these aforementioned chatos, as we'll see in the Gemara, it's called mechuser kapara. People who are, right, who need an atonement, and it's for that reason that they're bringing a korban. We're not talking here about a korban ola or any of the korbanas of uh, yantiv or whatever, or nadava, 
talking specifically about people who needed for kapara. We'll see if that's relevant. Be that as it may, you could do that. Here's another interesting thing. Andrew um, is going to fill in for me. But Barry swore off getting any hana from Andrew. Right? So, Malamda midrash halachas ve'agodos. There you saw it. We got that garata. <laughs> we made it. I can, so, so, Andrew could still teach Barry Tyra, and that's not considered hana. The, that's not considered Barry getting hana from Andrew. So, avaloyilam denu mikra. But for whatever reason, Andrew, I think we'll see this tomorrow more, Andrew can't teach Barry. If Barry swore off Hana from Andrew, Andrew can't teach him any Mikra. Midrash Halacha Nagada, yes. Mikra, no. Why? We'll see in the Gemara. Ava Melamed Hud Banov has Melosa Mikra. So where does Gemara fit in here? So we'll see tomorrow. Uh, that's a good question, right? But Mikra sounds like it would be only Torsha Bechsav. So it would, I would imagine that Gemara would fall into the first category that you can teach. But when it comes to even Torsha Bechsav, Andrew could teach uh, Barry's sons-in-law, or sons, as it were, but Barry has daughters. Oh, so you see, you could teach girls, Tara, right? So Andrew could teach Barry's daughters, even though Barry's, and even if it's, so whereas Andrew can't not teach Barry directly, he can teach us to his sons and daughters. Good. So now the Gemara wants to say, What are we talking about here? Should I ask any question? Right? Like this. I, we just said that Andrew can bring, or, or Barry can bring Corbonus on behalf of Andrew. Now, in that case, it doesn't... Um, the scenario is, in order to make the scenario work, Barry would have to be a Kohen, right? Because Kohanim are the ones that bring the Karbanas. So Barry, are you okay with being Kohen for the next few minutes? Okay. So Barry's going to be a Kohen for us. So, the question we always ask is, when Kohanim are bringing, are doing the Avodah Samikdash, fundamental question, Goranowitz, are they doing it on behalf of Klal Yisrael, or on behalf of the, peop- of the human beings, or Shlucha Deshmaya, or are they Shluchim of Right? Same thing. Of a Kaddish Baruch Hu. Same, Same thing. thing? Well, no, I'll say it like this. Why not? You're, well, now you're about to find out. See, you're going to learn something new today. Yeah, I have to now we're are like the nexus between human beings and a Kaddish Baruch Hu, right? You're taking something from this world and you're sort of like dedicating, and you're dedicating it to, to, to Kaddish Baruch Hu. Like Yaakov, even in this week's parsha, dedicating the rock that was a pillow, all of a sudden it's a Mizbeach, okay? So the question is, is that... Is that more of like dedicating, is this already, who, who's shliach on you, right? This rock is between a rock and a hard place, right? Well, it's between heaven and earth, okay? It's on the sulam from the earth to the heaven, okay? I'm getting carried away at the parsha. But the point is, this, this, this uh, item is, this carbon is between heaven and earth. So which is it? Is it shliach of earth or shliach of heaven? So, Lamayinav Kamina, first of all, the Gemara asks Goranos this question, who, what's the difference? So the difference is exactly this. Well, you have to pay attention. The Gemara asks, what's the difference? So the Gemara is going to tell you. Yeah. Let's say Andrew says, I don't want to have any benefit from Barry the Kohen. So So if you're going to say that by bringing the Korban on, on Andrew's behalf, he's Andrew's Shliach, then that's in fact Hana. Andrew swore off Hana from Barry. And so if Barry is really his Shliach when he brings the Korban, then that is then, then that shouldn't work, right? The oh, Osir. 
it should be usher for Barry to bring the carbon on Andrew's behalf because that is Hana for Andrew, and that should not be allowed because he swore it off. So that's splitting hairs. <laughs> this. It is a little bit. It is a little bit uh, detailed here, but that's what we do. The usher, right? Sorry, right? But again. If Andrew swears off any Hanah from Barry, and Barry's a coin and brings the carbon, but if he's really just the Shliach of Hashem, so then that's not a Hanah for Andrew, it's Hanah Lishamaya, right? The carbon is Nachas Ruach Hashem, and therefore it should be Mutter. Says the Gemara, my. Wait a minute. V'yam et Shlucha Deshmaya, Shari, so then, right, so then he should be allowed. So then, my. If he Shlucha Deshmaya, What's the role of the Kohen? Um, right. Okay. So says the Gemara, Tashma. We're going to answer the question from our Mishnah. It's going to be obvious. Ditnan, we learned in our Mishnah, Makrilov Kivan Zavin. After all, our Mishnah says that Andrew swore off any Hanah from Barry, and Barry, in fact, is allowed to bring the Kine Zavin for Andrew. So you have a Shluchidi done. If you're going to say that the Kohanim is going to be Andrew's agent, Kamahanilei, that would be considered Hana. And the fact that the Mishnah allows Barry to do it is an indication that, in fact, right, it is not, a, he's not a Shliach of Andrew, but he's, in fact, a Shliach of Shemaim. The Gemara then says, maybe not so. Says the Gemara, Right. If it were true that the reason why Barry is allowed to bring Karbanus on behalf of Andrew is because. Uh, he's really Shliach of Shemaim and not Andrew Shliach, then why is it spelling out specifically this Kinim and Asham and Chatas? It would have just said Karbanas in general because then it would have applied to all Karbanas. After all, all Karbanas would then be Shliach of Shemaim, but rather El Mechusre Kapar Shiny. The fact is, we only have examples, as we mentioned when we were learning the Mishnah, of Mechusre Kapara, where you have to do Mechusre Kapara. Why would that be different? The Amar Rabbi Yochanan, Akol Tzvichin Das, Chutzim Mechusre Kapara. Because Yochanan explained that for Mechusar Kapara, somebody can always bring it on behalf of somebody else, even without their das, even without their knowledge. Because Mechusar Kapara has a precedent where a man can bring such a korban on behalf of his wife or his kids. You know, people, or, or in this case, it says his kids, the little kids. What's Banov of Yeah, those without das. Right? The Pasuk says, Zos Taras Azov, Bain Gadol Bain Katan. When you look in the Taras Azov and it talks about the, the Karbanas that the Zav has to bring at the end of their purification process, it sounds like anybody could bring it and, and even Tati could bring it on, ta, uh, on behalf of his Zav, little Zav children, right? Even without their knowledge, because that's how Mechusar Kapara works. For whatever reason, the, me- the mechanism of a Karban that you bring when you need the atonement, can be done on one's behalf. And if it can be done on one's behalf, uh, it, is, it is there, a chiddish, that you can do it. And so, which, so the Gemara then asks, that's a detail. If Zos Taras Azov means the Bein Gadol Bein Katan, so what does Zos Taras Azov mean in the case of a woman who's given birth? Because after all, when do we say you bring those korbanos? Either when you're a Zava or a Zava or by a Yoledes. Well, by a Zava and a Zava, uh, little children make can be zava zava biologically, but little children cannot be yoledes. So and it ha- and yet it has zos right toras. The same phraseology is used in that context also. So how could zos toras mean that you're giving it to the young on behalf of the young children when we use the same lashon of zos toras with regards to yoledes? After all, a young girl can't be a yoledes, right? 
says the Gemara. Zostaras Ayelayas, Bain Ketana, Bain Gedola. Does that mean like it does in Zostaras Hazav, that it can mean even a young girl? That can't be. After all, Ketana Bas Leidahi, can a young girl actually conceive and give birth? Says the Gemara. Vatani Rabibi, Kameda of Nachman. We already learned the Brisa. Rabibi taught in front of Nachman. Shalosh Nashim Shamshas Bemoch. There's three kinds of women who they're going to have to use contraception because for a variety of reasons, and they are, because it's going to be dangerous for them. Really one reason. The danger. What's the danger? The Because a katana can, maybe even if she can conceive, she will uh, put herself in danger, right, of dying because she is not um, mature enough to be able to handle the conception and the birth. And therefore, that is one of the reasons that we say that we're not likely to have a girl who's going to be in this category of Yoledes. And therefore, Zos Torah Sayoledes could not have possibly meant Ketanim, right, and Gedolos. Okay. So now the Gemara says, no, no, no. Rabbi Yochanan can still say that Zos Torah, right, Zos Torah Hazav could be talking about Bain, Katan, Bain, Gadol. Okay. And therefore, again, just going back to explain what that means is that that the Kohen is not allowed, the reason why, right, offer those sacrifices is for that reason. That in itself is not 100% understood. So what? The fact that you could do it means that, the fact that, that the Kohen could do it, I think I, I may as well spell this out, flesh this out. The fact, again, that the Mishnah thought, I'm just going to backtrack. The Mishnah thought that the fact that Barry the Kohen can bring this carbon on behalf of Andrew is an indication that he's Shliach Shemaim. And then Rabbi Yochanan pointed out that no, that our mission is unique because it's Kapara. I just want to explain that I think what it's saying is that the fact that you could do so on behalf of little children means that you are not doing it as an agent. Clearly you're not doing it as the agent of the little children because they don't have the das to designate you as the shaliach. So the fact that you could do it without their, you know, on their behalf by definition means that you're doing it without their consent. And therefore, by definition, means that you're doing it by some other mechanism other than being their shleach. That's what Yochanan's statement is. And then we just got into detail of discussing this, this pasuk. Is that really, could you really learn that out of being Zos Taras Hazav? And we said yes, because Zos Taras Hayoledes may not have, you know, while, while Zos Taras Hazav can mean Ketanim Gedolim, you don't necessarily need to say that Zos Taras Yeletis can mean Ketanim and Gedolim, because after all, says the Gemara, as we finish off here, Ahi Zos Taras Yeletis, Ben Pikechas Ben Shota. There, it does not mean that it either works for a Ketana or a Gedola. It could mean that she is a Gedola and she's of age and she's physically mature enough to conceive and have a child, but it means Ben Pikechas Ben Shota, whether she is of sound mind or not. Because we know that not only can a man bring the korban of Mechusa Kapara on behalf of young girls and children, but also if the wife is not of sound mind, the, the husband can bring the korban on our behalf. Because that is what Rabbi Yehuda said. Okay? That, okay, that the Tanya, the Brysa uh, quotes, Rabbi Yehuda saying, Rabbi Yehuda Omer, Adam may be korban ashir al ishto. Let's say, Right, a uh, woman wa- uh, was going to bring a korban. Right, a man has to bring the korban that is befitting his wife's financial status. Right, irrespective of whether she's of sound mind or not. 
And as the Brisa continues to say, any sacrifice that a woman is obligated to bring, like that, a husband is chayev to bring on her behalf, such as the korban of the cha, of the zava or the chatas or the asham. Right? He is going to have to bring those. Anyone that she's obligated chayeves says the brisa. He can bring on our behalf. He's not going to be obligated to pay for for voluntary um, korbanos that she brings. But these korban, right? These korbanos of mechuser kapara or the korbanos are chiyuvim. He will have to. Why? How do we know that he has to? Because he... I'm sorry, as Barry points out, not on her, so whatever is befitting him and her. Let's say the wife it does not have a wealth status, but the husband has a wealth status, he, and she's mechusser kapara, Barry points out. He doesn't have to say, well, she came from a poor family. I'm going to bring this uh, miserable-looking animal. No, he has to bring a korban that is, if he is of means, he's going to have to bring a korban as if he was bringing it for his own self, Barry. The Garanowitz Musser moment, he's unbelievable today, I know. Garanowitz Musser. Yeah, yeah, he did, he's doing great. Uh, a a um, a Muslim moment, a Muslim moment that he has to right. If he's of means, he has to. He cannot right diminish uh, anything. Whatever he could do within his own standards, as Barry points out, he has to bring on that level. But the point of the price is as follows: Shikach Kosovla. Where does this obligation come from? From the Ksuba, right? He wrote it in the Ksuba. It says Vachrayas to Isli Alai, right? Mean Kadmas to No, right? Any achrayas that you have, any achrayas, I'll take care of you. That's written in the ksuba. I'll take care of you, right? Even if it's pre, if it predates today, uh, special uh, marriage day, right? That's what he writes. Kadmas dina, and some say that that's not that those words of pre, of the precedent are not are, you know pre existing condition are not necessarily in the ksuba. But be that as it may, right? The idea is that in the ksuba, the husband promises to take care of all our obligations, regardless of whether she's of sound mind. And it is that which we learn from Zos Taurus Ayoledes. And therefore, if Yochanan survives, because he understands that Zos Taurus Ayoledes means either Shota or Pikachas, and, and that's okay, because if you can learn Zos Taurus to mean that, in the case of the Yoledes, then you can in fact mean Zos Taurus in the Zava to mean either Tanim or Gedolim, Rabbi Yochanan's shot of being able to bring the Korban on their behalf survives. And once you have that shot, then you understand in our Mishnah that these Konamos are brought not because necessarily we're Shlichim of Shemaim, but perhaps because we're Shlichim uh, without agency. And therefore, it is for that reason that if somebody swore off Hana, uh, that if Andrew swore off Hana from Barry the Coin, Barry could still be able to bring those obligatory Korbanos on his behalf. So Bezat Hashem will start from the top of Lamavavam and Aleph tomorrow.